we want to, first of all and foremost, thank God for allowing us to come back together once again uh, as we worship still uh, on Facebook and through teleconference and by podcast. We pray that you have been blessed this week. We pray that God has been watching over you and allowing you to have your being. But most of all, we pray that you will be able to continue to move, uh, even though this pandemic is doing what it does, God is doing what he does, and that's protecting and taking care of each one of us. Uh, and his word promises us that if we're a child of the king, if we're a child of God, that he will take care of us. And I thank God that I'm able to testify that he's taking care of us. And I know you are able to testify as well. So let's just thank God and give God all the praises and all of the glory this morning. And as we worship, let's let go and let God have his way. I know uh, we're not in a setting together where we all can stand up and clap our hands and uh, give each other high five. We, we're not in that type of setting, but we are in a setting where we can praise God. And you can praise God right in your own house. Uh, uh, God knows your heart. God knows what you have, uh, your desires. Uh, so if you uh, just give it all to him and let go and let God have his way, he will show up and show out on time. Let us now look to the Lord in prayer as we open up our service. Our Father and our God, we come now in the precious name of your Son, Jesus, to Christ. We come saying thank you. We thank you for your Son, Jesus, God. We thank you because he died for us. We thank you, God, because you allowed him to go to an old rugged cross and uh, take on our sins. And because of that, we're so grateful and appreciative to you. God, we thank you because we realize that there's no other God, there's no other name among heaven or earth that can do our dying souls any good, but the name of your son, Jesus the Christ. And so God, we ask that as we uh, enter into this worship service, uh, to allow it to be a worship experience, God. Allow something to happen this morning, God, to someone, uh, to each of us, God. Allow us to be changed and moved by the word. Allow us, God, to hear what thus says the Lord. And God, we ask that as we hear it, let us not just be hearers of the word, but let us be doers also, God. Allow us to apply these words to our life as we move through our everyday uh, life. And God, we just thank you because we know that you're already working things out for each one of us. And God, we ask now that you will bless the homes that are represented. Bless each individual that has come online, God. Bless them in a mighty way if it's your will. But God, we ask now that you will anoint this service, that you will anoint it, uh, that it would be what you will have it to be, God. Now, God, we ask that you will anoint uh, these your people, anoint me, God, and use us, God, to your glory and to your will. We ask all of this now in the name of your Son Jesus the Christ, and for his sake we do pray, and every heart says amen. amen. Again, we give God all of the glory. Again, I want to remind you uh, that this is the first Sunday of the month, and uh, I know we all are excited, uh, uh, and I want to remind you to continue to give uh, to God, continue to do the things that you do. Um, 
I know a lot of us might be feeling because we're not in church. We don't have to give. We don't have to uh, pay our tithe. But the church, uh, the things of the church still moves forward. And so please, ma'am, please, sir, uh, do your part. Uh, pay your tithes, pay your offering, and do what thus says the Lord. So when we do get back in the church, we can continue to move forward in all of the things that we're doing. It. And there might be some needs, and if there are, God, uh, we pray that you we will be able to handle those needs when they come up uh, upon us. Uh, so thank you so much for what you're already doing. We thank all of you for how you have blessed. Uh, the church and how you continue to bless the church. We want to play another uh, song off of the CD that we did. And, and if you notice, I've been playing a lot of our CDs because um, when we play songs from other artists, sometimes they get bleeped out of the uh, service and, and, and they can't bleep our songs out, but they can bleep other songs out. Uh, so we want to uh, play another song off the uh, CD. Um, and I pray that it would be a blessing. I pray that it has been a blessing. Uh, there might be someone who's listening uh, that uh, that's not a member of the church or that don't have a CD and you would like to purchase one. Uh, you can contact any member of uh, the church and we can uh, do that. Uh, so we still have some of the CDs and I want to... Uh, uh, let people know that we still have them and they can purchase them. Uh, so please, ma'am, please, sir, um, we just thank you so much. Uh, let us listen to a song off of the CD.
Amen. My soul cries out. I feel like praising the Lord. Is there anybody out there that feels like praising the Lord this morning? Let's give God some praises uh, from the depths of our heart this morning. Uh, our scripture will be taken from Matthew chapter 20, verses 20 through 24. Matthew chapter 20, verses 20 through 24. Some, someone don't have their phone on mute. Will you mute your phone at this time, please? Uh, beginning with verse number 20 of the gospel recorded by Matthew in chapter 20. Then the mother of Zebedee's sons came to him with her son kneeling down and asking something from him. And he said to her, What do you wish? She said to him, Grant that these two sons of mine may sit one on your right hand and the other on the left in your kingdom. But Jesus answered and said, You do not know what your acts. Are you able to drink of the cup that I am about to drink and be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with? They said to him, we are able. So he said to them, you will indeed drink my cup and be baptized with baptism, with the baptism that I am baptized with. But to sit on my right hand and on my left is not mine to give, but it is for those for whom it is prepared by my father. And when the ten heard it, they were greatly displeased with the two brothers. Let us pray. Eternal God, our Father, we come again calling upon your holy and righteous name. We come, God, thanking you for this day. But God is preaching time, and we ask now that you will hide me behind the old rugged cross. And as you hide me, God, allow the people to see less of me but more of you. We pray, God, now that you will anoint the people that they might hear a word from heaven. Uh, that someone's life will be changed, that someone's uh, uh, direction will be changed, that someone will cry, I yield, I yield. I want my sins forgiven. I want to join the Lord's side. So, God, we ask now in the name of Jesus that you will take this message and you will anoint it afresh. And as you anoint it, God, uh, use it that it might 
be imparted upon our hearts uh, and that we might hide it in our hearts that we might not sin against you. So God, we thank you for what you're getting ready to do in this message. We thank you for how you're going to do it. We thank you for the listeners. Now, now God, we ask that you would master preaching with the power from on high. It's in the glorious and wonderful name of Jesus the Christ we do pray. And every heart says, Amen. We uh, want to this morning from that passage of from those passages of scripture, we want to use for a thought this morning. Christians with clueless and crossless commitment. Christians with clueless and crossless commitment. And again, I, I will ask you if you if if you don't have your phone mute, would you please mute the phone uh, so everyone can enjoy the message? Uh, my brothers and sisters, this message this morning is uh, to ensure and to remind us of our relationship with God. Because with God is not who we are, but rather it's who God is. Uh, it's not the position uh, that we hold, but rather uh, it's the praise that we give to God. It's not about who is in control. But it's about who holds our hand. Yes, my brothers and sisters, I think I ought to uh, tell you that God don't need no help to be God. Mm -hmm. Yes, uh, uh, nothing existed before him and nothing and no one can claim authority over him. Uh, my brothers and sisters, uh, I don't know about you, but I found out that God is God, and he's all by himself. He's in a class all by himself. Yes, my brothers and sisters, uh, uh, we uh, it is Jesus who restores the broken relationships between us and God. And he did it by dying on the cross at Calvary. Uh, sin and guilt has separated us from God. Uh, we didn't have a clue how we would get back to God. But oh, my brothers and sisters, I think I ought to uh, tell you uh, that the death of Christ on the cross made it possible for all things to be reconciled to God. Uh, I don't know about you, but I, I know I might have two or three witnesses that can testify that it's because of the death of Jesus that we are able to recommunicate with God. We don't have to go between the priest uh, uh, anymore. We don't have to have a priest to sacrifice for us anymore because Jesus died on the cross was a sacrificial death once and for all. 
so I ought to have some witnesses this morning. Uh, yes, uh, Christ came to reconcile us, uh, uh, but ye, but yet there are those who don't have a clue about what God uh, will is for their lives. And so this morning, my brothers and sisters, uh, let us look at uh, this gospel text this morning. The gospel writer of Matthew recounts the story of uh, a critical point in the ministry of Jesus. You see, my brothers and sisters, uh, the countdown to Calvary had begun, uh, and the shadow of that, clue, that cruel cross seemed to be getting larger and larger in the mind of Jesus. Uh, yes, Jesus now is on his final journey uh, to Jerusalem with the, his uh, 12 disciples alongside him. But sadly, uh, they are not really uh, with him. They are really with him physically, uh, but they are not with him spiritually. Uh, I know you remember that old song. There's an old saying, uh, their mind, uh, their body was with him, but their mind was on the other side of town. And I'm afraid this this morning, my brothers and sisters, that there is uh, some folks here uh, that's listening this morning uh, who are clueless when it comes to knowing uh, what this Christian journey is all about. Uh, yes, my brothers and sisters, uh, uh, I, one time I was clueless of, of what this journey was about, but uh, when I found the Lord, uh, he gave me my direction. Uh, and somebody ought to be able to testify that when you found the Lord, uh, he gave you your direction and you're not clueless anymore. Uh, but yes, uh, uh, in lessons, uh, after lessons, Jesus keep re uh, on referring to the spiritual nature of the kingdom of God. Uh, yet time after time, uh, the disciples uh, have hope for personal glory uh, in a restored earthly kingdom. We see their personal uh, aspiration throughout the gospel stories. Uh, uh, in the 19th chapter of Matthew, involving a rich young ruler who approached Jesus, uh, we see it also in Peter question to Christ, what shall we have? Uh, what are we going to get out of all of this? And in response to uh, incidents like these, Jesus tells them the parable of the worker in the vineyard. And while walking on the road to Jerusalem, uh, Jesus called his disciples aside for the third time, he speaks of specific nature of the Masonic admission. Yes, Jesus gives them another clue 
concerning it, uh, uh, the uh, impend, the imp implying uh, uh, and uh, particular death uh, he would experience, uh, but they just couldn't or wouldn't understand. Uh, yes, my brothers and sisters, the first thing uh, that I want to share with you is that they were they are clueless. Uh, they are clueless in their decision. Uh, and sometimes, my brothers and sisters, I think you and I are clueless in what our directions are. We are clueless in what we're, our position should be. Uh, uh, yes, uh, and in our text, the mother of James and John make a special request of Jesus on behalf of her uh, sons. Uh, she requests for her sons to sit one on the left and one on the right, uh, uh, anticipating that Jesus' kingdom would be on earth or be an earthly kingdom. Uh, yes, my brothers and sisters, and when the other ten disciples heard about it, uh, uh, they got, uh, they get angry with these brothers. Um, but all of them are clueless as to what lies ahead. Uh, yes, the cross is up the road. Uh, uh, the uh, crisis uh, of faith is uh, first uh, fastly approaching. Uh, this is the time um, uh, when uh, they really need to stick together. Uh, my brothers and sisters, but here they are uh, falling apart. And my brothers and sisters, uh, in this day and time with this coronavirus going on, uh, this is a time that the uh, church family need to stick together. Uh, uh, we need to uh, communicate together. We need to uh, talk to one another. We need to check on one another uh, because this is a critical time in a, a moment of our faith. Uh, you see, our faith uh, will decide who and uh, how we are uh, in the outcome of this coronavirus. So many of us have already lost someone special to us through this coronavirus. The church seems to be splitting apart. But my brothers and sisters, all we need to do is hold our heads up, trust in the God of our salvation uh, and believe that he is who he say he is uh, and hold it together as a church family. Uh, you see, when we hold things together as a church family, we're not clueless anymore. We realize who God is and we realize what Jesus did for us. Uh, can I get a witness uh, out there this morning uh, that can testify that if we just hold on uh, and hold out, uh, everything will be all right. Uh, can I get someone to testify that 
I've been holding on. Uh, I've been crawling on God. Uh, and I know everything is going to be all right. Uh, yes, uh, I don't know about you, uh, but I ain't worried uh, about this virus. Uh, I'm worried about the family. I'm worried about the uh, church. I'm worried about where we'll be at in the next few months. Uh, I'm worried about whether we all will come back in the church house or we all will stay out of the church house. I'm, I'm worried because uh, it says that we need to fellowship together uh, one with another. And I don't know about you, uh, uh, but I ought to have some witnesses out there that, that know that you miss being with the church family uh, on Sunday mornings. You miss being with the church family on uh, Wednesday nights for Bible study. You miss going around visiting the church family like you used to do. Uh, and so my brothers and sisters, uh, let's not be clueless like these brothers were. Like James and John, um, we often think we know what it takes, uh, but we are really clueless. But Jesus responds to them uh, and to us by asking a question. Can you drink from that cup uh, that I am going to drink from and be baptized uh, with the baptism that I am baptized with. Uh, in other words, uh, we know not what we ask uh, uh, when we ask for the glory of wearing the crown uh, mm -hmm. and ask, for, ask not for the grace uh, uh, to bear the cross uh, right. on the way to glory. Uh, Yes, my brothers and sisters, you see, uh, when we want the gold, uh, uh, but we don't want to dig for the gold. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, yes, we want the positions, uh, but we don't want to work uh, to get to those positions. Uh, and a lot of folks uh, in positions now don't need to be there anyway. Uh, and there are some folks um, who can't handle positions, uh, but I don't want it. Uh, uh, and I don't know uh, uh, whether you know it or not, uh, but we got uh, uh, some jealous folks uh, in the church. Uh, uh, do anybody know that we got some jealous folks in the church? Uh, you got some folks uh, who want somebody's position uh, and can't handle their own position. Uh, can I help somebody this morning uh, who has a position uh, or who wants a position? Uh, before you consider a position or desire a position, uh, you ought to have a relationship with God. Uh, can I say that one more time? Uh, before you consider a position, before you hold a position, uh, you need to have a relationship with God. Yes, uh, all I'm saying uh, this morning uh is that uh, 
You need to know Jesus in order to fulfill your position that he has placed you in. And if you don't have a relationship with Jesus, it's hard to fulfill the position. Can somebody from the Nordic crowd, I know we are on Facebook and I know we're on teleconference and I know we're on podcast, but can somebody from the Nordic crowd, uh, uh, can you just uh, be a witness this morning uh, uh, that you know uh, you have a relationship with Jesus? Uh, can you just give some praises right where you're at? Can you say thank you? Uh, because I know that I know that I'm tied in the hands of Jesus. Uh, is there anybody out there this morning uh, that's got your hand in the master's hand? Uh, just give him praises this morning. Tell him thank you uh, for watching over me. Thank you uh, for placing me in my position. Thank you, uh, because you've been so good to me. Uh, I know this is a, a deacon, and I know, my brothers and sisters, if you are a teacher, uh, how can you teach something uh, you don't uh, have a clue about? Uh, how can you, uh, 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 brother uh, uh, deacon, uh, uh, pray to God, uh, and you're not familiar with him? Uh, uh, if you are in the choir, uh, you need to come on uh, out to Bible study uh, and Sunday school and learn about uh, God uh, uh, that you're singing about. Uh, if you're an usher, uh, if you're a doorkeeper, uh, you need to get involved with Bible study uh, and Sunday school. Uh, Whatever position you hold, uh, if you hold a position in the church, uh, you need to get out to Bible study and you need to start coming to Sunday school when we get back in church. These are vitally important to the Christian life. It's just like going to school. You went to school for 12 years and some of you went to school for an extra four to eight years in college. And you did that for what reason? That you might get a better job. So you need to come to Bible study and Sunday school so you can get some teaching about who Jesus is to make you a better Christian and give you, let you hold your position properly and in the right format. In other words, you need Jesus in your life. But the second thing, my brothers and sisters, uh, my brothers and sisters, second, we are clueless when we try to use Power without principles. What you've got to understand is that there is a great difference between the boss complex and the leader's mode. Anybody 
on uh, my street, uh, you see a boss drive, uh, but a leader leads. Uh, a boss relies on authority, but a leader relies on cooperation. Uh, a boss says I, but a leader says we. Mm -hmm. A boss cr uh, creates fear, but a leader creates confidence. Uh, a boss knows how, uh, but a leader shows how. Uh, a boss creates uh, a resentment, uh, but a leader breeds enthusiasm. Uh, a boss fixes blame, uh, uh, but a leader fixes mistakes. Uh, a boss makes work hard, uh, but a leader makes work interesting. Uh, can I get a witness this morning uh, that know what I'm talking about? Uh, the church's view of power should not be the same as the world's view of power. Folks who abuse their power uh, give no thought to the right and wrong. Uh, folks who, some folks don't care who they hurt. It's sad and tragic, uh, but this also happens in leaders who hold positions in the church. It is again uh, the kind of misuse of power uh, that verses uh, 25 of the text talks about. Jesus called them unto him and says, uh, you know that the principle of gentle exercise uh, uh, demonic uh, over them. Uh, uh, they and they uh, hate. Uh, they are haters uh, and exercise great authority upon them. You see, in other words, what Jesus was saying that they were allowing the demonic spirits to take over and cause them to want something that they couldn't do. But my brothers and sisters, I don't know if you know it or not, uh, but a title won't get you in the kingdom. Uh, let, me, let me hurry to a close, uh, lest I hold you too much longer. Uh, thirdly, uh, we are clueless Christians. Uh, when we look for great, greatest apart from service. Uh, too many Christians are trying to use worldly standards uh, for greatness. Uh, you got to understand uh, that self-esteem uh, uh, and self-pride have uh, uh, their proper place in our life. Uh, but when... Uh, they go unchecked by God's grace. They become destructive. And something is wrong with someone who builds himself or herself up by way 
of tearing someone else down. You see, there's something wrong with a person that makes themselves look good just to hurt somebody else. It's something wrong with a person who says they're a child of God that will hurt somebody just to make themselves look good. It's sad, but it's true. And when we look at our text this morning, we'll find uh, that something went badly wrong. Uh, because here we have a mother uh, who goes to Jesus uh, because she wants her sons uh, to have a higher position. Uh, and she wants the position to be so high that they're sitting one and two in command after Jesus. Uh, but I don't know about you, uh, but I don't need to be sitting one or two. Uh, I don't even need to try and be above uh, Jesus. Uh, I don't have to have a seat in that kingdom uh, part sitting in a throne. Uh, all I want is uh, uh, my cabin. Uh, not a cabin, but I want a mansion uh, that God has promised us. Uh, somebody needs to understand uh, that it ain't about the position, but it's about God. And when churches and membership come to the realization that it's about God, not about us, then we will move uh, to a higher place. Um, yes, my brothers and sisters, lastly, uh, we are clueless Christians um, when we seek salvation without suffering. Uh, there's an old saying that says, uh, everybody wants to go to heaven, uh, but nobody wants to die. But you see, salvation and suffering tries uh, uh, it are tied to every one. Uh, oh, brothers and sisters, uh, I think I ought to tell you uh, that uh, we have a lot of good leaders uh, in our church uh, but you uh, uh, don't know what they have to endure to get where they are. You don't know what the name uh, uh, they are called before they are appointed to the, their positions. Uh, you don't know how many times uh, they heard the phrase, uh, she or he uh, don't know what they are doing. Uh, yes, my brothers and sisters, uh, uh, you don't know uh, uh, how many times uh, uh, if I, they would say if I were president or if I were chairperson, uh, I wouldn't do it that way. Uh, you don't know what folks went through to get uh, the title and where they are. Uh, in the positions that they hold. Uh, and sometimes they were only one who uh, showed up uh, 
at the meeting uh, at some time uh, they made a suggestion uh, and somebody would put them down. Uh, I tell you, suffering uh, and salvation goes hand in hand. Uh, but you got to understand, uh, uh, you got to understand that suffering uh, on your part doesn't earn Christ, uh, doesn't earn salvation for you. Uh, we are saved because of Jesus Christ, uh, uh, because he suffered, bled, and died at Calvary uh, on a cruel cross uh, for the sins of the world. Uh, and if Christ was uh, willing to suffer for us, um, we ought to be willing to suffer for him. And as I close, uh, as believers in Christ, uh, in this life, uh, you have troubles, trials, and tribulation, uh, as well as temptation. Uh, there is no way around it, uh, there is no hymn uh, that there's an old hymn that says, uh, Must Jesus bear the cross alone uh, and all the world go free? Uh, and then there's an answer that says, No, there's a cross for everyone. Uh, and there's a cross for me. Uh, yes, my brothers and sisters, uh, I heard Jesus uh, uh, say uh, just the other day, uh, even as the Son of Man uh, came not to be ministered unto, uh, but to ministers to, uh, and to give him his life uh, a ransom for many. Uh, I stopped by uh, on my way to glory uh, to tell you, uh, my brothers and my sisters, uh, no cross, uh, no crown. Uh, yes, uh, that is what we uh, get when we have a crossless commitment. Uh, we won't get a crown. Uh, and on uh, the, uh, one of these old days, uh, when this life is over, uh, if you're committed uh, uh, to the Lord Jesus, uh, you shall wear a crown. Uh, I don't know about you, uh, how you feel about it, uh, but I've come too far uh, to turn back now. Uh, just a few more days uh, and a few more settings of the sun. Uh, I'm going to uh, to get my crown. Uh, he was born uh, and he lived uh, and he died uh, and he was buried. Uh, but thank God, uh, thank God, uh, he got up on that third day morning uh, with all power in his hand. Uh, I just want to thank him uh, for rising for me. Uh, I just want to thank him uh, for getting up for you. Uh, I just want to thank him uh, because he made a way. Uh, no cross, uh, no crown, uh, 
uh, no pain, uh, no gain. Uh, is there anybody out there can testify uh, that everything is going to be all right? Uh, corona might have us in the house right now. Uh, corona might have us slowed down right now. Uh, but I dare you to try Jesus. Uh, I dare you to put it all in his hand. Uh, I dare you to trust him uh, with your last breath. Uh, and watch him make a way out of no way is there anybody can testify uh, that I was feeling bad one day. But God, uh, but God, uh, but God showed up uh, and showed out uh, on time. Yes, my brothers and sisters. I don't know about you, but I don't want to be a Christian with clueless and crossless commitment. From this day forward, let's make our commitment to God a special commitment. Let's start this day. And let's start it in a new and special way. Let's start by committing our lives back to God. Let's put everything aside. Let's do like they do in football games. You know, when you're in a football game and one team is behind uh, going into the half, but they come back and they tie the score up going into the half. When they come back out the second half, they say it's zero to zero. In other words, they started back over to them at the beginning of the game. And whoever comes out in the second half comes out the winner. And all I'm telling you is that. When we get back in the church, if we start now working toward that halftime goal of being tied all up, and then we move forward into the second half of being all that we can be for Jesus. Then we'll find out that we'll come out winners. And we'll be able to get our crown. Let us pray. Our Father and our God, we come now calling upon you, knowing that you're God and God all by yourself. We ask God that as we continue in our service that if there's anyone that don't know you in the free pardon of their sin, that if they would confess with their mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in their heart that God raised him from the dead, you said in your word that they shall be saved, God. And, mm -hmm. and we're praying that, we're confessing that, and we're believing that. And so, God, we just thank you for those who have come on and to listen. We, we pray, God, that you would just keep us in the hollow of your hand. And God, we pray that if there's any sick among us, that you will touch their bodies right now, God, if it's your will. 
If there's anyone that don't know you, God, that you will touch them and, and give them a light that will come on and show them that you, they need you as their personal Savior. But most of all, God, whatever we stand in need of, we pray that you will grant and bless it to us if it's your will. We know, God, we hadn't always been good, but we just thank you for what we've done for you and how we've done it for you, God. And we pray that you would just keep us and you would protect us. We just thank you for all that you're doing now. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. For those of you who have your communion cup, uh, we ask that you prepare it now, uh, the ones who came out. And we want to remind you that on every uh, Saturday leading up to the uh, first of the month, uh, leading up to the first Sunday of the month, we'll be down at the church passing out the communion uh, package. And we want you to, uh, please, ma'am, please, sir, come and uh, down and get one of the packages that we might partake uh, in the communion together. Uh, Deacon Martin, are you online? On the conference call. Okay. All right, let us have prayer. Eternal God, our Father, we come now in the name of Jesus. We come asking you, God, to bless this wafer. It represents the body of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Bless the fruit of the vine. It represents the blood of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Mm -hmm. We ask God that as we partake of this, that you will consecrate uh, this sacrament. Mm -hmm. That you will bless it in a mighty way. And God, you say that if we are to take it, we are to take it. Uh, that we we that without sin and God, if there's anything that's holding us now from taking this, we ask that you will take that from us. We ask for forgiveness now, God. If there's anything that we need to be forgiven for, we know that you are God who can do it, uh, everything right now. We don't have to wait for anything. We don't have to ask you to go anywhere. But we just thank you for how you have moved now. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. For those of you that have the uh, sacrament uh, for communion, we have a wafer that represents the body of our Lord and Savior. Eat all of it. We have the fruit of the vine that represents his uh, blood. Drink all of it. But what we're going, we, we usually sing a hymn and depart. But what I want to do, let's dismiss in prayer. Our Father and our God, we come again thanking you for this day. Lord, we ask that as we prepare to leave and as we prepare to go offline, that you will keep us and protect us. We thank you for who you are in our lives. We thank you for how you have operated in each one of our lives. And now, God, we ask that you will keep us until we meet again. Now may the grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ,
the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit. May it rest rule and abide with each one of us now and forevermore. Let us all say amen. And before you go off, I just want to say one more thing. For those of you that are turning 65 uh, on tomorrow, you can start calling in uh, to get your uh, shot for the coronavirus. And, and to those who um, are undecided on whether to take it or not, please, ma'am, please, sir, get the shot. Um, don't, don't, don't sit around and say you're not going to take it because it's not going to do you any good. Uh, it's designed to do us some good. Uh, and so I, I've started mine. I get my next shot in a couple of weeks. I get my last shot. Um, but I, I pray that you all will, uh, take the shot. Don't be scared of it. Uh, it's not going to hurt you. If, if anything, it's going to help us more than it'll hurt us. Um, and the only symptom that I've had so far from the first shot was my arm got sore from the shot. Uh, so please, ma'am, please, sir, when your time comes, go get the vaccine uh, so that you can protect yourself. And even after you get the vaccine, you still must wear a mask until they can get all of it under control. Uh, and so we still must do certain things. Uh, but I pray that we all will start getting it so that we can uh, focus on getting our way back into the church. Uh, I would love to be back in the church uh, by the middle of the, uh, uh, sometime before the end of this year. Uh, next month will be the end of next month, end of March, leading up to Easter, will be a year that we hadn't been inside of the church. So please, ma'am, please, sir, let's work toward that. Uh, Digging and trustees uh, that are online, uh, start checking into the equipment and the things that we talked about in the meeting so that we can get all that done. Thank you so much. Y'all have a blessed day. And I hope your, win, your person win on the Super Bowl. God bless you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Babe, I knew what I was doing. Where are you going to run? Huh? We want to I can't hit finish on that. Yeah. Let me see. Thank God for allowing us to that. come back together once again uh, as we worship still uh, on Facebook. How do I do this? Through teleconferences How? and our right? I hit finish. Okay, well, let me see it. Watching our reunion and allow the morning. We want to say.
Fred and Tiffany listen to it this morning. Hello? Yes. I'm doing good. Oh, no, I did. Uh-huh.
sign my name. Our scripture this morning will be taken from Romans, the 8th chapter, verses 38 and 39. Roman chapter 8, verses 38 and 39. And those verses uh, read, for I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Let us pray. Eternal God, our Father, we come now calling upon you. It's preaching time. We ask God that as we preach this word, that you will allow it to be what you will have it to be. God, we ask that you will anoint me afresh. And as you anoint me afresh, God, hide me behind the cross mm -hmm. that people will see less of me, but more of you. We ask God for an anointing that uh, covered me from the head of my from my head to the bottom of my feet. We ask God that you will anoint these your people who are listening and watching by way uh, of uh, communication in different aspects. We pray that you will just bless now, that you will take us now and that you will move on the tables of our heart. And God, as you move, that you will allow this word to be a word that will encourage, a word that will uh, lift up, a word that will direct, uh, a word, God, that would just give us the strength to continue to climb on up the king's highway. And so, God, we thank you for what you're going to do. We thank you for how you're going to do it. But most of all, we thank you for being God and God all by yourself. Now we ask God that you will anoint and, and master preaching with the power from on high. It's in the wonderful name of Jesus the Christ we pray. And every heart says amen. And just for a little while from those passages of scriptures, I want to use a thought this morning, fully persuaded. My brothers and sisters, there are a number of things in life that we can be persuaded about. But there is no thing, nothing more important than being persuaded about God as Lord and Savior. There are many today who 
claim to be Christians who apparently are not sure, uh, they're not even confident, uh, they're not even persuaded uh, about anybody or anything. Uh, my brothers and sisters, they are not even sure about uh, their ability. Uh, they're not even sure about their job or their credit. Or they, they, some not even sure about their marriage. Uh, they're not sure about uh, their friends. You know, sometimes we have friends and, 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 and we think they're friends, but then you find out that your friends are talking about you. And so you're not sure of who your friends are. Uh, yes, my brothers and sisters, and furthermore, they are not even sure about themselves. And, and most of us can uh, decide uh, for ourselves what's right and what's wrong. We can decide uh, for ourselves what's good or what's bad. Uh, we can even decide what's decent uh, and indecent and, and what's true or what's false. And, and my brothers and sisters, all I'm saying is that uh, we need to be fully persuaded of who Jesus is. And since, uh, my brothers and sisters, uh, uh, we are not completely convinced about anything, uh, they, uh, we, we have no conviction. Uh, we have no assurance or no joy uh, no peace and hope uh, we have and we have no solution either and pain and as a result uh, my brothers and sisters uh, we live a very miserable uh, and wretched life yes life has become a pain uh, for them and and uh, uh, they don't know uh, what to do about it. But thanks be to God, it doesn't have to be this way. Yes, my brothers and sisters, uh, uh, for those, especially for those Christians who are fully uh, persuaded uh, because for a Christian to be happy, uh, uh, for us to be uh, overcoming Christians, uh, and for us to be victorious Christians, uh, and for us to be a confident Christian, uh, uh, we need to be totally convinced uh, or fully persuaded that God is God. Is, is there anybody out there that's convinced that God is God? Uh, uh, and besides him, there is none other. We need to be convinced that Jesus is Lord uh, and that sin is sin uh, and that eternity is long. So in other words, my brothers and sisters, uh, we need to know for certain uh, who God is uh, in our life. Uh, remember, Jesus asked his disciples uh, whom do uh, you uh, say that I am? Uh, uh, yes, my brothers and sisters, Peter uh, said, you are the Lord, uh, the son of the living God. Uh, and Jesus said, only flesh and blood could have revealed that to you. Uh, 
So my brothers and sisters, uh, let's look at uh, the first point that I want to share this morning. Uh, we must be persuaded. Uh, I don't know about you, uh, but Paul says here in the text, uh, he says, for I am persuaded. Uh, in other words, what Paul is saying, uh, I am convinced. Uh, I have no doubt in my mind. Uh, I'm assured uh, that I know uh, who Jesus is. Uh, so my brothers and sisters, uh, we can never persuade others about Christianity until we are fully persuaded ourselves. Uh -huh. You can't convince somebody that Jesus is real if you don't know he's real in you. You can't convince nobody that Jesus saves if he uh, hadn't saved you. And so we must know that God is righteous. Uh, we must know that faithfulness is rewarding. Uh, and we must know that prayer is powerful. And we must know for sure that Jesus is coming again. Uh, my brothers and sisters, uh, we must know without a doubt that God is able uh, uh, to keep that which he, uh, we have committed unto him uh, Yes, we must know that uh, God is able to do exceedingly, uh, abundantly above all that uh, we uh, can act or think. Uh, God is a rewarder to them that diligently seek him. Uh, yes, we must know uh, that Jesus is indeed Christ, the son of the living God. And my brothers and sisters, uh, we must know without a shadow of a doubt uh, that our God shall supply uh, all of our needs uh, according to the riches in glory uh, uh, by Christ Jesus. Uh, mm -hmm. Oh, my brothers and sisters, uh, as Christians, uh, we need to be fully persuaded. Uh, yes, uh, uh, we need to be pretty persuaded that the rapture is coming again. Uh, and it will be soon uh, uh, that God's grace will be sufficient. Uh, do I have anybody out there uh, that know that God's grace is sufficient? Uh, Paul said it uh, in the words, uh, he said that uh, he sought the Lord three times uh, uh, for a thorn that was in his side. Uh, and, but God came back and said, my grace is sufficient. Uh, do I have any witnesses uh, that can testify that God's grace is uh, sufficient? Uh, yes, uh, we must know without a doubt that sin will be judged uh, and that heaven uh, will certainly be worth every trial, every heartache, every difficulties, uh, and every problem. Uh, anybody know uh, uh, that everything that we're going through uh, 
It's like the songwriter says, uh, this is just a rehearsal. Uh, we're going to sing and shout when we get to heaven. Uh, I don't know about you, uh, but I'm so glad uh, that I have hardships. I'm so glad uh, that every affliction that we encounter uh, uh, before we get to heaven will make us stronger when we get there. But to become fully persuaded, we must not depend upon the wisdom of man, but we must believe in the Holy Spirit, for he is the one that guides us through all truths. Uh, is there anybody out there filled uh, with the Holy Spirit? Uh, is there anybody out there living uh, with the Holy Spirit? Uh, are you walking in the Holy Spirit? Uh, and have you, uh, uh, are you fully obeying the Holy Spirit? Uh, you see, being fully persuaded uh, involves more than just being a church member. You see, a lot of times we think we're persuaded because we've been a church member. But our mama and daddy has brought us to church all our life. And when we became adults, we brought our kids to church. Uh, and not only that, uh, uh, some of us... Uh, Went up and got baptized because mama and daddy said you ought to do that. Uh, uh, but before you can say that you're a child of the king, uh, you need to know uh, and you need to confess for your own self. Uh, not on mama's baptism, uh, uh, not on mama's confession, uh, but on your own confession. Uh, yes, uh, uh, being, uh, it doesn't involve... Uh, uh, giving your tithes, uh, uh, but uh, being uh, fully persuaded uh, involve you totally committing no matter what the cost. So when you're totally committed or uh, fully persuaded, no matter what you go through, no matter how life treats you, no matter how your friends treat you, you got to depend on God and you got to know huh, that I'm going to make it huh, as long as I hold on and hold out to God's uh, unchanging hand. Uh, you see, my brothers and sisters, uh, uh, the heaven we I want to be sure we're heaven bound, uh, but no matter how long uh, or how rough the journey, we just need to hold on. Uh, the second thing that I want to share with you, uh, what does it mean to be fully persuaded uh, to be fully persuaded uh, means that the Lord is always becoming more lovely to you. Uh, that your salvation uh, 
is always getting sweeter and that your joy is fuller. Your blessings are always becoming greater and your hope is getting brighter and heaven always seems to be getting closer. You see, my brothers and sisters, in the days that we're living in uh, with this coronavirus, uh, we ought to know without a doubt uh, that I'm fully persuaded that one of these old days, uh, I'm going to do like my pastor say, I'm going to step out uh, on that chariot uh, and I'm going to ride uh, I'm going uh, up to the streets of glory, uh, and I'll be able to sing and shout. Is there anybody other than me can testify that you're just waiting uh, to get a ride on that chariot uh, one of these old days? And it won't be long. We're going home to see our king. But both the church... And the world needs Christians uh, that have some depth to them, uh, that have some stability to them. Uh, they are productive and fruitful in their spiritual life. Um, so my brothers and sisters, uh, when you're fully persuaded, uh, it means that you have uh, uh, put all of your trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, when you're fully persuaded, it means that you have adjusted all your priorities uh, to align with God. Uh, is there anybody out there that's got their priorities aligned with God's priorities. Uh, you put all of your confidence uh, in God's eternal word. Uh, you see, the Bible says you ought to hide the word in your heart uh, that you might not sin against God. Uh, do I have anybody that's hidden the word in their heart? Uh, and every time it looks like you're about to mess up, uh, the word comes forth and say, wait a minute, uh, that ain't the way you're supposed to act. Uh, in other words, the Holy Spirit is bringing back to your remembrance the words that you have hid in your heart. Uh, I don't know about you, uh, but have you committed all uh, your future to living for God, uh, uh, no matter what may happen? Uh, yes, being fully uh, pursued Persuaded means that you have uh, uh, both feet planted on uh, the solid rock. Uh, that rock is Jesus. Uh, you have both hands uh, in God's hand. Uh, you have both eyes looking uh, uh, to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Uh, you have uh, uh, both uh, your actions uh, and your attitude uh, magnifying. Uh, and glorifying God. Uh, let's take a praise break right now. Uh, let's give God some praise. That's right where you're at. Uh, let's tell God thank you. Uh, let's tell God hallelujah. Uh, let's say, God, we give you the glory. Uh, is there 
anybody out there that's testifying right now uh, that God is good all the time and all the time God is good. Uh, have you tried him? Uh, do you know him? Uh, ain't he all right? Uh, won't he make a way? Yes, uh, to be as Christians, uh, we know without a doubt uh, that in spite of the long, dark nights, uh, God is good. Uh, in spite of the low-hanging storm clouds, uh, God is good. Uh, mm -hmm. In spite of the adverse winds uh, of sorrow, uh, God is still good. Uh, in spite of the hardships that we go through life, uh, God is still good. Uh, is there anybody that know that God is still good? Uh, and in spite of the many uh, frustrating di disappointments of life, um, you may encounter, uh, uh, you uh, know uh, uh, what the uh, full uh, certainty that God is God uh, and there is no other God uh, and he always will be a God. Uh, so thirdly, my brothers and sisters, uh, as I close this thing out, uh, I want to uh, leave with you finally. Uh, when you are fully persuaded, uh, you have determination. Uh, is there anybody out there that has some determination in their life? Uh, is there anybody out there that uh, it might look bad right now, but I'm determined uh, to make it up the hills. I'm, I'm determined uh, to make it to heaven. Is there anybody out there right now that's determined uh, uh, to go all the way uh, Finally, when one is fully persuaded, uh, you will have determination uh, to make it through the hard times, uh, determination right. to hold out until uh, the end, determination uh, to cross uh, the dark valley. You will have uh, determination uh, uh, to confront even uh, the biggest enemy, uh, and uh, you will have determination to uh, fulfill even the largest responsibility uh, when it becomes uh, uh, do your duty uh, and uh, your obligation to do so. Uh, in other words, my brothers and sisters, uh, when it becomes time uh, for you to talk to someone uh, and let them know that they're uh, doing something the wrong way, uh, as a child of God, we ought to be able to talk to one another uh, and tell one another when we're wrong uh, without the other 
another person uh, raising all kind of sand. Uh, we ought to be able to let one another know as sisters and brothers uh, that's not what God wants us to do and we ought not go that way. Uh, somebody need to share with the loved one uh, how good God is. Uh, you got to have a determination uh, that will let others know that your heart is set on God, uh, that all you want to do is work for the Lord. Uh, so when somebody is fully persuaded, uh, they will allow God to touch them uh, so they'll be able to touch somebody else. Uh, they will allow God uh, uh, to bless them uh, so they'll be a blessing for somebody else. Uh, they will allow God to help them uh, so they can help others. Uh, they'll be allowed, uh, they will allow God to strengthen them uh, uh, so when somebody else is down and out, uh, there'll be a shoulder that they can lean on uh, and they will also allow God to guide them so they will be able to guide somebody else. Uh, have I got any witnesses out there uh, that has allowed God to be all of those things to them? Uh, somebody who have allowed God to direct their pathway. Uh, and so as I close this morning, my brothers and sisters, uh, unless a Christian becomes a uh, are uh, fully persuaded uh, they will not be able to worship the Lord uh, as they should. Uh, they will not be able to give glory to God uh, as they should. If a Christian is not uh, uh, fully persuaded, they will not be able to witness uh, to others as they should. Uh, I don't know about you, uh, but one of these old days, uh, I want to make sure I'm able to tell somebody how good God has been to me. Uh, has God been good to you? Uh, has God made a way for you? Uh, has God looked out for you? Uh, you ought to be able to tell somebody uh, that he is good. Uh, you see, because if you are not fully persuaded... Uh, uh, prayer with faith. Uh, you can't pray with faith as you should. Uh, if you're not fully persuaded, uh, you can't stand on the promises uh, of God. If you're not fully persuaded, uh, you will not be able uh, to hold up the corner as you should. Uh, and so unless one is fully persuaded, uh, they will not be able to carry their own cross. Uh, they will not be able to defeat the devil. Uh, they will not uh, be faithful uh, and bear their own burdens. Uh, and as a matter of fact, uh, until one becomes fully committed, uh, they are not ready uh, to teach Sunday school. They are not ready to go forth and preach the gospel. Uh, they are not ready to become one of God's missionaries. Uh, they are not ready to serve as pastor uh, of a church. Uh, and they're sure not ready. Uh, uh, and, and nor will they be ready uh, uh, to stand uh, in the gap and be counted. Uh, yes, my 
brothers and sisters, I'm reminded uh, of someone uh, who came, uh, who said, Father, uh, if you need somebody, uh, here am I, send me. Uh, and that somebody was his son, Jesus. Uh, Jesus came. Uh, Jesus died. Uh, he was buried in a borrowed tomb. Uh, and on the third day, uh, he got up with all power. Uh, all power. Uh, yes, uh, all power. Uh, can you help me say all power? Uh, can you help me say all power uh, was in his hand? Uh, I'm glad that all power was in his hand. Uh, power to heal. Power to deliver, power to set free, all power was in his hand. So who wouldn't serve a God like that? But in order to serve him that way, in order to know without a shadow of a doubt that he is God, and God all by himself. That he don't need any help from anybody. Because he is our help. And in order to know that we must be fully persuaded. Let us look to the Lord in prayer. Eternal God, our heavenly Father, we come Again, calling upon your holy and righteous name. We come, God, thanking you for being God and God all by yourself. We come, God, and thanking you for allowing us to look at ourselves and see whether we are fully persuaded to run on and see what the end's going to be. But God, if there's anyone out there that's listening that don't know you're in the free pardon of their sin, we ask God that they will confess with their mouth the Lord Jesus, that they will believe in their heart that God raised him from the dead, that they shall be saved because your word says so. And so, God, if they've just confessed that, we shout victory right now in their lives. We thank you, God, for just being our God. And now, God, we pray for all those who have been listening and watching this morning. That if they are not fully persuaded of who you are in their life. If they feel as though something is missing, let them begin, God, to search in a way they've never searched before. Let them, God, begin to look to you. And as they do so, you will give them what they need to be fully persuaded that you are God and Jesus is your son. So we thank you.
for all you're doing. We thank you for how you are blessing. And God, we pray that you would just watch over us this day. In Jesus' name, amen. And before I uh, 